I'm doing fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, tell me why. Well, I've had a hilariously weird kind of, not bad weekend, but just one of those where just shit keeps happening to you. are fucking exhausted, you? know? You? And it, it's just that point where it's hit the wall, and it's it's come full circle. I don't even care anymore. I'm just like, I'm so happy to be alive. It's that, uh, it's like that hysteria phase, you know, <laughs> yeah. when you just almost like hysterically laugh at just, yeah. that's, uh, yeah. It's, I know it's become you. cosmically funny. Yes. And when, when something becomes cosmically funny, it is no longer personally offensive. I always think, you know that scene with Tom Hanks in the money pit? Have you ever seen the money pit? No. Oh my God. It's okay. So there's, but I love Tom Hanks. I love it. And it's like in the eighties, dude. Like, and he was all like young with his like Peak, silly pompadour. Little, he looks like a puppy. He did. He looked like a little boy. And so anyway, it's this movie, it's called the money pit and they buy this beautiful home and it's a lemon. It's just a money pit, man. Ah, and so like they go through so much hell and like shit's breaking. And so he spent like hours Oven heating up hot water and pouring it into a bath and oh, on yeah. the second story. And like he's been carrying the buckets up and he pours the last one in and the tub falls through the floor <laughs> and shatters like all the way down. And it's like for five minutes, it's like him hysterically laughing. laughing. <laughs> and like, I mean, like he's like looking down the hole and like hands to knees it's just like from his gut <laughs> laughing. And that's always, I've been there. Like, that's what I know I what that like. feels and like. And it's not even bad. It's just like, I realized none of these little inconveniences this week, weekend have mattered. Nothing matters. Nothing's like long lasting, you know, mm-hmm. like, and we even had really good shit happen to us this weekend. Yeah. It's just. One of those things where, like, if it's Murphy's Law, if one little thing can happen to piss you off, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. In spades. And, like. and now it's it's at a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make the most of this upcoming week. It's, it's, if the universe. How could it get if worse? If it's trying to piss me off, it completely missed the mark. Nice. Maybe I'm cursing it. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing pretty swell. I'm, uh. Swollen? I'm swole. Swole? Yeah. Got them gains. With a Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I'm really good. I uh, I had a good week nice. last week. I've had a good weekend, a uh, very good weekend. I had a bitchin' meditation this morning. Oh, uh, I didn't yeah. Know about that. But uh, Yoxin has returned. It's like on a it's like on a show when like a beloved character returns and it gets a big applause. Yeah, it's weird, you know. And I was thinking about that afterward, and I was just like, he's this weird reoccurring character in my life, and it's almost like in like, um. Like, I know it's just, it makes me question. It's like, how much am I expecting him to show up and how much of it? But the thing is, is that it's not just that he shows up every time. The shit that happens is wacky. Right. Man, it's not like I can plan this out because it's bizarre every single time. Mm -hmm. And today was the strongest. And you know why? Guess what I inhaled a whole bunch of before I did it? That black motherfucking sage. Nice. That black sage led to a crazy meditation, as it's supposed to do. This is the first time I've used it. That's right. That. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It was really cool. And it was, uh, I did the guided one again. Mm-hmm. I haven't, uh, I've been trying to train myself to not need them, but I still need them. Yeah. You know, like every now and again, I can get lucky and do it without it, but. You know, I'm not there yet. Well, it's also nice to kind of return to that every once it in a is, while. It is. It is. It's like you know, a break. Exactly. And it's, uh, I've kind of built the world up a mm. little bit, you know, and it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's neat. It's like my own little mind world. That's you know? nice. It's like a mind palace. It is. You've decorated it. I love it. You like to come back to it once and again. Yeah. And yeah. like I, I, and today with the sage, like, and this sounds weird, like, 
but I was able to notice finer details mm-hmm. in the world. Certain things, like, you know, there's hand railings with, like, embedded stones, mm-hmm. and at one point, like, this gold bridge materializes, and I was, like, looking at what the fibers formed, and mm-hmm. it was, like, these almost Victorian, like, forest scenes, mm-hmm. and, like, it was really beautiful, you know, and, like, I saw that, you know, and... You know how I take that? I take that as you were able to not have so much of your consciousness power, like, focused in on the bigger details. Yeah you were able to kind of look past those and absorb it easily. So yeah. you had the like the mental power to like look around and notice. It was things. cool. Yeah. I didn't have the noise of me, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm here. I can relax a little. It was cool. Notice and, these things. And so I finally, you know, there's a, like in a lot of these things, there's a lot of ups and downs, go through these doors, the store, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of help get you in a state. So I finally get to the weird prehistoric looking garden thing that I always meet Yoxin in he shows up. We walk, and, you know, there's always, like, weird uh, platforms and shit. You know, mm-hmm. like I told you about the weird flat, smooth tree surface mm-hmm. thing, you know, and so it's really high reedy grass, like almost like African savanna. Right. And we're walking through it, and then we come across this, and it's huge. It's probably, like, the size, it's maybe, like, 20 by 20, but it's a circle. And covered in it, and it almost is, like, reminiscent of a crystal grid, you know, okay, but yeah. like chaotic. Mm. So the design is just like almost like these deep scratches, but right. they're not really in a pattern. It's just weird. No rhyme or reason. No, just, it was yeah. really bizarre. And they were all in there. And so he has me like we stand on this platform together. He lowers his uh, his horns like and touches them to the surface of the concrete or whatever the fuck. It's not concrete. But like <laughs> on the quick creep that they poured earlier that <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> No. <laughs> Straight out the bag. I'm pretty, uh... <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. We can't get five minutes in. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, no, not concrete. Probably ancient stone. I don't know. Whatever it is. It's very conductive of whatever's in his horns, though, because, like, shit gets crazy. Mm. So I'm standing on it, and he touches his horns to the rock but what I was visualizing, and this sounds so violent, but it wasn't, like, I kind of lifted up a little bit, and it's like the the weird gashes on the uh, on the rock started, like, spinning and moving and going crazy and, like, mm. lifting up, and they were black and crazy. It was just really bizarre. And in all of that movement, they were, like, stripping away my physical body. But not in a painful way. It was just like... Not like putting you in a blender. It was like Like, they were opening it up. Yeah. And so like... And it was. Like I was like split down the middle and it opened up. And I was just like pure energy on all of like my energy centers. Like all of my chakras. You know? And it was just like... It was crazy. Like this was bananas. I mean, it was just like... And if you've done a chakra meditation that works, how Mm -hmm. it feels. Mm -hmm. It's like all of them were just going nuts. And like, I came out of it just like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. So everybody get some black sage, (laughs) man. Like, And I did it in the bath. So those are always kind of where my really intense ones are. And yeah, yeah, I mean, like I just lit it up and it was right behind my head smoking. And the window is open. So it was pulling the smoke Mm. through like that through me through that direction. Uh, really most of my big revelations happened when I started doing it in the bath. Right. 
So I guess that's part of it. Find a place where you're really comfortable. Whatever does it for you. Yeah. yeah. I um, think it might just be out under my tree. I, I've had the best experiences. There. It's great. The only other place that I've ever really been able to meditate other than in there is by the mother, mother tree. tree. Yeah. yeah. We've got to get a picture of her. Up. So what are we talking about today? I know what I'm talking about today. Well, I think you should tell me. <laughs> Don't you like how I asked, but immediately. Just yeah. I mean, <laughs> Um, it's, it's coming out of me. It's, it's, it's hot and it's a, it's a very deep and touchy subject right now. Um, I'm going to be talking about inclusivity and, uh, gatekeeping as it were in the witchy community. I saw a lot of ugly. There's been a lot of ugly out there recently. Yeah. I I was uh, disappointed. For one of the first times I have been a little bit ashamed. I was embarrassed. It's exactly how I felt. Mm -hmm. I was embarrassed. A lot of this, not all of it, because this attitude has been rampant. It seems like it's just getting worse. The yeah. more popular yeah. spiritualism and, and occult and uh, witchcraft and stuff like that starts to become and more accepted, there's this attitude. And uh, but, but what really set it off for me was those witchy kits that yeah, came out. Yeah, the starter kits. The starter kits uh, from the big box beauty, beauty retailer out there. Yeah. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Now, I want to say up front... That I'm not going to be talking about the really important and deep issues of like cultural and spiritual appropriation. And I'm not necessarily going to be talking about the improper improper sourcing of the materials. Yeah. Because those are so deep and so important and so valid that that needs, uh, I say this a lot, that needs to be its own episode. Yeah. What I'm talking about is a lot of the, a lot of the attitudes towards what it represented came yeah. out this week yeah we usually take turns on who goes first who goes second i'm gonna go first this time because i i feel like my topic could get a little ugly could get a little hairy yeah i think we both have strong opinions we on got it. some opinions about it and then macy actually has a really cool yeah we're gonna end <laughs> on a warm we want to uh, end on a positive note a very warm powerful uh very feminine power yeah note right uh, i'm very excited about it so mm-hmm. we'll round it out with uh almost I, i'm treating it almost like a bedtime story <laughs> really uh that's yeah. actually lovely because it's uh it's 9 30 at night here. Yeah. yeah and um i i need i want one and i'm gonna want one here in about 30 minutes well and i'll be excited to read it out of my big book and you've done so much research you've got uh, so much stuff going on I, I haven't heard her story i don't know who I she's talking about i couldn't stop like really i just really love i love this this character so i'll be talking about a, a witch in history i love how much history stuff we've been doing lately it feels good i yeah. really really love it i'm a big history nerd it's so fun to research yeah. oh my gosh oh, yeah. so yeah no i uh, i woke up at like 5:30 one morning and I always do my research that early in the morning, and uh, I just had a blast. Mm-hmm. Like, I just loved it. It's easier to, like, put yourself in their mindset. Yeah. And and kind of think, like, what would they feel in this situation? Well, and the thing is, is there's not many witch stories that uh, aren't absolutely gut-wrenchingly terrible. <laughs> exactly. And this one is very interesting. Mm. Yeah. So. I'm so excited. Like I said, I haven't heard a lick of this, so um, I'm going to be hearing it with you guys. And with that said, I need to take a breath. I'm at the point. M- Macy's giving me some pointers to keep to keep very level because um, <laughs> <laughs> I get I get hot about this topic. And it, it, yeah, we did actually. I believe it was cut from the episode, but when we had our four and a half uh, four and a half episode with oh, yeah. Miss Ashley and yeah. the Witchy Bazaar, 
We talked about we this. We talked about this. And we got so loud. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you've been paying attention, and it's been all over social medias and, and everything like that, and if you don't already know what I'm talking about, good. I mean, <laughs> save yourself. Really just turn <laughs> off this episode. Like, enjoy the ignorance of that situation. <laughs> um, half of that's true, honestly. Uh, the other half brings up a lot of good points. I, I've seen so much this past, what has it been, a week, two weeks uh, or so. Yeah, give or take. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll definitely be two weeks. Um, I've seen a lot about stuff I didn't know before. Uh, about how you really do have to be careful about where you source your materials from, yeah. you know? Um, and I talked a little bit about that in our sandalwood, when I talked about yeah, sandalwood. Yeah. And that really bothered me. Yeah, it did me too. It's going away. It's going away. And there's danger there. And it really made me want to think about where we get this stuff from and uh, look into it and help protect it. And what can I do, you know, to not just blindly. And, and I don't, I don't think many of us out there are doing it on purpose. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of us, once you hear, hey, this this is, is uh, watch where you're getting your stuff. We're not going to be like, fuck you. I'm going to get it from fucking Walmart. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to do our part. At least I would like to think so. So the, the big beauty store put out a witchy kit, right? Because mm-hmm. we cannot deny that witchiness, spiritualness, whatever, it, it is really, really popular. Yeah. And it is growing in popularity. Yeah. I don't even really know so much what that is about. I, in part, like to give credit to American Horror Story, the second season, <laughs> or the third season. Coven. Coven. Um, because I think it really did. I think it kind of shoved it out to the forefront of, of what people are looking at. And um, another thing is people are more free to express the, yes, this Yes, I think that's them. a big part of it. Yeah. I, I do. Well, and the thing is, is that, um, and this is, I'm going to touch on, like, this is something that I wanted to mention when you said that you, when you were bringing this up. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite things to look into is generational studies. Mm-hmm. I, it's fascinating. I love it so much. And so you, you right now have the coming of age of Gen Z, yeah, which is the generation below you and I. Mm-hmm. And millennials are really coming into their own, you know? And so these are two generations that are just really different right. and how thoughts are processed and things are experimented with and. So you have the millennials coming into their own and having money to spend and you have Generation Z getting old enough and smart enough and like kind of working and you know, like they're getting there to be interested in this. So I think yeah. a lot of it is, you know, popularity of just like publicity and things. Yeah. But I also think you have a wider segment of open minded individuals mm-hmm. to look into this. Exactly. And that's why I had a problem with what I saw. Yeah. Because essentially what happened here, and I am, I'm coming at this from a marketer's perspective. So I understand that this might sound a little commercial. Generation Z is really important. And so I feel like nobody focuses on them right now because everybody's still always focused on us, the millennials. Yeah. You know, still it's always millennials are fucking up everything. Right, or millennials, right, right. It's always our fault, first of all. And just millennials have become kind of a, a catch-all term. It is. And so know? people think that the kids right now that are coming into high school are millennials. They're not. They're, they're not. Generation Z. Mm-hmm. And so Generation Z is different from millennials. Mm-hmm. So a big chunk of the millennial generation, uh, I don't want to say lived through, but like grew up and suffered through, developed in the Great Recession mm-hmm. that just happened, you know, and uh, it kind of, we, you know, had the very formative uh, event of 9-11. Yep. You know, so we're a bit of a, uh, as a whole, cynical generation. It, it's just a different deal. And so that kind of made an anti-establishment 
attitude. Gen Z has kind of come up under that and they didn't live through those things. So they're actually a super optimistic, Mm -hmm. technologically savvy. They have grown up in a better economy or, you know, they are now money's a bit more fluid and they've also grown up with the instant gratification Mm -hmm. of technology, order something, it shows up, do this like, and so this kit Mm -hmm. was tailor-made for Gen Z. Oh yeah. Tailor-made for them. Mm -hmm. And it would have been huge because if nothing else, it would have led them on their own searches. Right. I saw some comments saying like, I hope you get, I hope you fucking hex yourself with this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. You know? And so it's like the first time that they might try to be getting into this, it's met with that. And that's, that's what my main point is. To me, the kits were, there were almost happenstance. Like they're almost not, um, my first visceral, visceral reaction was not from a place that a lot of people's reaction was. A lot of people's reaction was, you're commercializing this. You're commercializing this and your um, spiritual appropriation. You're commercializing it. You're appropriating it. It's such a double-sided coin for me. Because on one hand, I want to say, like, yeah, it commercialized it. But there are these young people who maybe they wouldn't have been, um, they wouldn't have been, shown this they wouldn't have had this come into their lives in any other way and maybe they're just being drug around the fucking makeup store by their mom who doesn't let them be themselves yeah and they come across this kit and they're like what is this i like this you know whatever um i i understand the issue of you should really probably know what you're doing with these tools i i don't know much about the kits i don't know if they planned to include some kind of like literature about what they were i don't know i want i assume so i would hope so um but but some something somebody said made a lot of sense to me they said when they put this together the company who put this together they said they clearly didn't have a witch in the room oh no and that's what bothers me the reason it was pulled and the reason that they could not confidently say look, we believe in this. We stand behind it. And okay, look, we're sorry. We didn't take the the proper, we didn't get it from the proper place. We didn't source it correctly. Yeah. But we think that this is going to actually help to educate, or we think that somebody's going to get some beneficial use. They couldn't say that because I do think that on that company's end, I do think that their end goal was money. Duh. And there's nothing wrong absolutely. with that. Absolutely. There's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's what the that's what that's what business is. Well, yeah, I mean any any market metric is going to show that it's right. a trendy topic. You, you know? know, and and what I kind of have an issue with is just taking something that's trendy and putting it out there. The reason you couldn't say that we made this in a way to help educate people or in a way that might actually help some somebody is because they didn't do that They didn't do the research, essentially. They didn't have the witch in the room. If I'm going to make somebody who doesn't know anything about golf, if I'm going to make a golf starter kit, I'm going to have a fucking golfer there to tell me what the words mean and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And and that clearly, and that's what made me upset. Uh, And and since then, I want to say, I wish I had some of the names on me. Um, All of them were very limited edition, so they'll probably be gone by the time this airs. But I encourage you to go out and look on Instagram, and there was like some on Tumblr and even on Etsy. A lot of people have come forth with their own uh, holistic stores and stuff. They've sourced and put together these witchy kits oh yeah yeah so if you were interested in the in the starter kit and you're hearing this and you're kind of like okay maybe it wasn't the greatest but look it was a starter kit and i could have at least you know yeah seek these people out because in light of this people have put some amazing shit together it's so weird because it's not going to be on a bigger scale see here's this you know it's it's not going to reach as many people that's my final that's my final argument to this is that the thing is is that and we grew up 
and the Bible Belt. Okay. Yeah. And so a lot of these things are evil. Yeah. And this kit could have introduced somebody who now will never know this. Will never know. It could have been that one thing. Yeah. And and I agree with you that I wish that this was put together in a more mindful way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like if this were a beginner, I don't know, a beginner Christian or a beginner Muslim kit or something yeah. like that. And, and you know, there were um, very obvious, maybe even sacrilegious aspects to it. I could see where it would cause similar uproar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I get that. And as I've stated, and I'm going to state it again, just in case, you know, for those in the back, I am not talking about those deep, deep problems associated with appropriation and, uh, you know, racial appropriation and like all the, um, all the stuff about like where to get your shit from. That's a different episode. What I want to dive into now is this attitude of, we call it gatekeeping. Yeah. Okay. So if you, if you're unaware of what gate gatekeeping is, it's that situation where you say, Mace, I heard you really like, uh, I heard you're really into hip hop. You think you're into hip hop? Name Eminem's top three songs. Yeah. Do it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's that thing of like, oh, you think you like something? Prove it. Yeah. And um, I'm in the I'm in the camp of you don't have to prove dick no, to anybody ever. That being said, there there was some really upsetting stuff out there, and there has been for a long time. Uh, and and usually scrolling through because it's always social media. Especially, it's a toxic fucking place. <laughs> um, you know, you you go through, and and some of it's kind of lighthearted to almost even funny. You know, yeah. in in a way that you're like, ooh, maybe this shouldn't be funny, but like, uh, yeah, like the one with the, like the UGG boots and the pumpkin spice lattes, yeah. and they're like, oh, it's time for all the basic witches to yeah. come out. You know what I mean? It's that general attitude. Yeah, I, I just don't think anyone has the right to tell someone else how to be a witch. Exactly. I don't think anybody has that kind of pull and that kind of sway because there's ways to be a witch all over the world. And if you think that somebody is doing it insincerely, or if you think that they're doing it without the proper knowledge, or if you think that, oh my God, look what they're doing. They're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong. And you're really concerned. Yeah. Instead of chastising this person, instead of being hateful and making stupid fucking memes about it how about you contact them and you say hey listen here um i noticed you were doing this thing in this way yeah. uh, i know you're kind of new to this um would you like me to would you like me to help you with this and the the thing is that what makes me so sad is i know the answer to that is a lot of people don't want newcomers yeah. they don't want th- well, to share this thing. There's a general attitude to it because, I mean, you, I know that you know the term new age, mm-hmm. you know, and so a lot of this, you know, love and light and, you know, all yeah. of this uh, new, young, basic bitch shit falls under new age. Well, the yeah. thing is, is that people who are practicing new age stuff are still feeling the same spirit yeah. that you feel. And mm-hmm. you can't, I mean, it's just like musicians, okay? You can have a guitarist that plays with sheet music. And a guitarist who learned and doesn't read that but knows it by ear. Yeah. They're both fucking musicians. Yeah. You, can't, you can't tell me that this person who reads music is any better than the person who is just laying it down. Exactly. You know, over there. And I'm like, the thing is, is I'm a, I'm a agnostic pagan. Yeah. I really, you know, and I, I, I read about them and I research them, but I can't say with, you know, absolute, like, confidence that I believe in a lot of these entities. Right. 
But I know that I've talked to something. Right. And I've felt it and I've communicated with it. So, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, it just kills me. To me, it's like, I I try, I really try to have an attitude of, I don't know. Yeah. And that doesn't make you ignorant. Sometimes it does. You can say I'm ignorant to this situation, uh, but it doesn't make you an ignorant person. Yeah. (laughs) So when they're scrolling through and they see this thing, they see this little meme on Instagram that says, uh, somebody was rolling their eyes and it says, when you see the basic girl from school say she's a witch, you know, and they're rolling their eyes at that. It's like... I I just it's it it hurts my feelings because um being very new to this you and I we fuck up a lot oh constantly you know what I mean and I'm waiting for the day for somebody to write us and say that thing you said was wrong or that thing you said personally offended me or that thing you said was culturally un- insensitive and it is never our intention to do so it's about to probably <laughs> it, you know what the, we're probably going to get some letters about this but um but you know if it, it's kind of like if you went to the lake and you saw a group of fishermen and they're pros and they're doing their thing and some little newbie walks up with their little sandwich pail and their yeah. stick with a line on it, you know, and they sit down and they're having the time of their life and they're just fishing. And then you watch this like group of people just, just obliterate this little guy, yeah. you know, and just what are you, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. How could you not be using a such and such thing? And how could you not be doing it in this way? And you don't realize when you're doing these things that you're hurting somebody yeah. who who is coming from a place of, oh my God, they found it. They found this thing that, that makes sense to them. Yeah. And, and we just recently had that yeah. awakening or whatever, and we haven't figured it out yet. But if other people are feeling what I felt, and then to be called basic yeah it, it because you don't do everything exactly by the book and exactly right. how you're supposed to and you yeah. didn't have someone teach you, you didn't over have somebody bring you up with this that. you know and do i think that people who are into this stuff do i think they need to reach out on their own and try to take some level of self-responsibility and look into it yes absolutely that's with everything yeah if you think you might like fishing get a book about fishing <laughs> you know uh same with this with this stuff however it's hard it's hard and we've talked about like our, we really invite everybody to come together. And if you have questions, ask us. We don't know the answers, but we could maybe say it on air and one of you might know and you could write it. Like we can all help each other learn. Um, and with that, I actually have a little quote from my book and I'm going to have to read it. Oh, I want to hear it. So, all right. So, uh, Raven Grimasi in his book, Spirit of the Witch. Ooh. <laughs> He said something to me that, well, he said it to me. Directly to your it says It says, Charlie, read this part on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) From Raven Gramasi in his book, Spirit of the Witch, he says, The differences we find in the rituals that exist in different cultures lie in the way that things are done and not in the reason. And just to stop early, I read that and I was like, this is exactly what's going on right now. This is exactly what's going on right now. Um, he says the beliefs we find differ little as well, uh, bearing different labels and descriptions for essentially the same primary and basic tenets. That's why we have 15 different goddess names from different cultures for this is the goddess of love. This is the, the God of war. You know what I mean? Um, same idea, but it's just come up through time differently. Mm -hmm. 
Despite this, the need seems to exist among humans to not only create different religions, but also to create different denominations within a specific religion. As a species, we seem to expend a great deal of energy focused on what separates us from one another rather than what unites us. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I don't think I could have read that at a more appropriate time. He says, some witches prefer to remain within the purity of their own tradition and do not explore the truths, and I like that, the truths, residing in other systems. And then he says, that's perhaps missing an opportunity to expand and enrich their own current beliefs and practices. Yeah, I like that. I That whole little part to me was everything that's been happening. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not going to lie here. The reason that I'm so personally offended by the basic witch thing is because I am one. Oh, yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm a 30-year-old white female. Yeah. From a, you know, a middle class background, yeah. I'm getting into, I'm getting into spiritualism. Yeah. When everyone else is getting so into spiritualism. Please don't give me the fucking stiff arm. Right. You know, and. And, and I can't say, no, I don't know as much as you, if, if this is how you've come up and you've read all the books and some of the things I might say might be like oh that's like somebody out there might know like oh that's the thing that circulates online but i know it's not true because it was taken out of context from a book written back in such and so you know what i mean you might have that background info and i'm just working with what i have yeah it's it's hard to break into it's hard to break into and um I guess I guess that's really all I have to say about it. But, um, I have one last thing, yes. and I want to close your segment. Uh, you might give me more to say because I feel like there's so much more well, that I have. And so I realize that really I'm like <laughs> the very big minority of thinking that this thing should not have been discontinued. Mm. And I'm sure I'm going to get a, some, at least some, clap back for that. Right. I'm sure. Well, I, I would like to say that I, neither of us are going to sit here and say culturally appropriate to your, to your heart. See, that's tip. the thing. Was it perfect? Fuck no. no. Absolutely not. It was not. And there were things that you could tell that they covered all the tropes. Mm-hmm. You know, I totally agree. I think that that's true. Right. But at the end of the day, and a lot of, you know, traditional pagan type writings say that any soul that comes to walk with the goddess is a, a win, you know, and and I know that, you know, it wasn't perfect. And mm-hmm. I, I understand that it was kind of a slap in the face, you know, I hope that it does pave a trail to a responsibly done, easily accessible one. Yeah. Um, because I think that that could be the gateway for a lot of people who would otherwise have to hide it under their bed mm-hmm. or hide it in their closet. Mm-hmm. You know, it, having it out in the, it's, it's hiding in plain sight. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, that's it. That's like my final, right. That's my final piece. Like, don't come, don't fucking witch hunt me, you know? <laughs> and I'm going to, to piggyback off you and I'm just going to actually close here. Good. I would prefer me, you close it because otherwise me, I feel like a dick. <laughs> you gave me a good, a good little closing thing here is, um, Macy and I were texting and we were like, so what do you think you're going to talk about next? And well, we generally have a, an idea of what we're going to be doing in the weeks upcoming. We did have a little weird space for this episode. And I said, I think I'm going to talk about this gatekeeping mentality, you know, and I said, I know I kind of want to touch on those kits a little bit, you know, and she said, good, because I have thoughts. And I yeah. said, I have thoughts, too. We didn't go into those thoughts. No, at all. We kind all. of purposely like <laughs> kept those. And separate. Um, what I think is interesting is I do think that I think we have 
kind of differing opinions. We do. You know what I mean? Um, Again, I think the bigger issues we completely agree on. Yeah. Um, But when it comes to the issue of of whether or not it should have been taken off the final decision. You know what I mean? I'm still I'm still in the camp of I think that that was a good idea, but I'm really glad to have heard your side on it because I, I to be honest with you, I wasn't thinking of it in that way. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of it in the way that it could reach people. Yeah, and what I have to hope is is I have to hope that in this shit storm of a badly executed product, yes, I have to hope that it caused enough hoopla. That somebody out there looked into it, yeah. was excited about it, didn't understand why, you know, so not only can they now seek out these better kits that people are putting together with yeah. more care and, you know, better sourced and with just more information, they're also going to have the information of why the other one was a shit show. And I think that's a good starting point. And it may not reach as many people. I have to be happy and also, I just, it, I don't like when people market things without having information behind I know, it. I know that. Like, do your fucking research. Well, I mean, nobody fucking does that, you know? <laughs> I mean, the the thing is, is that uh, the, my biggest worry uh, is the people who it left a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the people who aren't a fan of the product. I'm talking about the people who were and were excited about mm-hmm. it. And now they can't experiment with that because a bunch of witches right. wouldn't let it happen. And wouldn't. so now they're like, you know, this is a closed fucking club. Yeah. I thought it was going to be different. Yeah. That maybe somebody out there who's younger and, or maybe they're not younger, maybe they're older. And this is the first time they mm-hmm. have to, you know, that they, they see like, maybe this isn't as inclusive as yeah. they, as they like to say they are. Yeah. And, and my thing is if we're all going to sit around and if we're all going to say, Hey, um, we're inclusive people and we love to, to, include people you know we want to include everybody's race and we want to be very open to cultural things and we want to talk to all the lgbts and everything like that you know what i mean you can't say one thing and then act in another way yeah and i i hate to say the word meme again because it makes me sound like such a 30 year old (laughs) but i've gotten to where i have completely stayed off of almost all the social platforms because i cannot see one more hateful it's negative thing and and the thing is, the memes that I've seen against like the products itself, like that meme that's like, "Ooh, I stepped in shit," and you look at the bottom of your foot, and it's, a, it's a picture of the witch kit. Like, I I kind of giggle, you know what I mean? But when it comes to, it's been canceled, so we don't have to worry about the basic witches coming. Or yeah, so then um, you're just being a fucking dick. Then okay? it's like, like I feel like you're missing the point. I feel like you're missing the point. And it makes me sad and it hurts my feelings. See, I have a degree in marketing and I've worked in marketing for three years now. Mm-hmm. Like, I see the world. I can't help it through a marketer's mm-hmm. lens. I That's just what I do. Right. And I think the reason that I feel the way I do is because of that mm-hmm. lens that I have. Because to me, this was one big fucking marketing disaster for paganism and spiritualism. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And like, and I know that that might make me sound like a shill or whatever the fucking word is But no, is you're, now, you're absolutely but right. But that's the thing. And so like that, I guess that that's the sum, that's the summary. Yeah. Is that as a marketer and as someone who like, you know, understands how publicity and first impressions, mm-hmm. the psycho, like psychology behind a first impression will make you sick to your stomach. Right. Because the, I know 
that so many first impressions came out of this and they were bad. The span of time for a first impression is less than three seconds. I was going to say, isn't it like a like a fraction? It, it's, say- it's so, so short. And I want to say the average attention span right now for things like that is about five seconds. And it's gone down. Right. And, yeah. uh, and so think about that. They have enough time to scan. So you're like, okay, it was coming. A bunch of backlash. A bunch of people threw a fit. No, nobody can have it. Yada, yada, yada. Right. That's it. Yeah. They're not going to dive in as to why. And a lot of your, a lot of people who are just going to jump to conclusions, they're not jumping to a good conclusion. No. They're not, their, their conclusion they jump to is not going to be like, oh, they did this very irresponsibly and the witch community came together and said, hey, you should think about the way you're doing this. Yeah. No, the way they're going to see that is something completely yes. different. Um, which is, you know, it is what it is. But it to close my segment finally, to, to boil it down, I was talking to my husband about this who knows, you know, he doesn't know Sephora or makeup or witch kits or anything. But I was talking <laughs> to him about it and about the, the attitude and how people are kind of shutting others out. And he said, uh, I said, you know, I said, I wish I had a really cute, punchy way to sum up my thoughts on this. He said, educate, you know, I wish we would educate each other instead of just push, putting each other down, educate, you know, and I'm kept repeating it. And he looks and he goes, educate, don't discriminate. He's such a cutie pie. And I was like, yes. Oh, little so, <laughs> Um, Using my husband's uh, terminology, I want to kind of put out a formal call to action out there to educate and not discriminate. Yeah. If you see somebody appropriating in any way, if you see somebody doing something that you think that maybe they're not knowledgeable about and they could harm themselves spiritually, please make an effort to educate and not discriminate. Don't be dicks to each other. Well, cool. That was interesting. That was our first, because uh, in the first episode, we saying that we, we said that we will disagree you know, at some that was point. the first so that time. That was our yeah. first, uh, which they're not that different, but no, you know, that's I, our first different perspective, yeah. I guess. Which uh, it was interesting. I'm, I'm, I was I'm I was grateful to have it because, um, you know, like I said, when I first saw these kits and I first saw the uproar behind it, I wasn't seeing all that deeper stuff yeah. about the sage and about how you know don't just take Native American traditions and make it your own because. We, you know, we kind of have a history of doing that around oh, this country. Oh, and yes, um, I understand you know, that. And I didn't see all that, but what I did see was that piss shit attitude of everyone's stupid but me. You know what I mean? And I, the the more I learned about it, the more I did learn about the deeper issues. I mean, it like blew my little fucking head off. So yeah. like talking to you and having that other opinion was really nice. Look, was, look yeah. how nice this is, guys. We don't completely yeah. agree on the topic, but we don't have to fucking call each other no, stupid. No, we had a very sensible, actually very fun, because I learned things from you I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know about, you know, some of the... Witches uh, Brew? What? Oh, <laughs> I fucking love me some Witches Brew. <laughs> Sorry. Getting high. Get your witch high. Um, no, I, I didn't know about, you know, some of the sourcing things and whatnot. Uh, of really, honestly, touching back into that attention span, you know. I, right. I, I knew, I followed it. I followed the story, and Saw enough comments to make me want to, like, throw my phone in a lake. Well, see, that's and the thing. You see, if somebody does yeah. see all these comments. And I see that. You in, may not want to look at it anymore. Missing out on the bigger well, picture. and that's the thing. I, that happened to me involved in this community. Yeah. So imagine what it was like for someone who was just trying to dip their toe in it for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just immediately, you're yeah. like, nope, never mind. Yeah. Like, 
So Or for yeah. an older witch who has been at this game for a long time and they've gone through some real divisive shit. Yeah. And then to think, hey, look, we're back at a point where people can say this is what they are and this is great. And then to see people at each other th- at each yeah. other's throats again must yeah. be like, oh, well, what the fuck has the last it's 30 years been? so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's an interesting point. Um, but yeah, do you want to hear a story? Please tell me a nice story. I'm not going to tell you yet because I'm going to get some chocolate. Do you want some? I was trying to <laughs> I'm getting I'm really mother goosey about this. Oh my god, this is the best! If you've made it this far in the podcast, <laughs> Macy has left to get snacks. We've um, snuggled in. Yeah, for a good old story. Uh, this woman's a Hellcat. I like her. So anyway, her name is Mother Shipton. So this is a this is a back in the day story. We're going uh, we're going like medieval times here. Nice. Uh, yeah. So she was born Ursula Southiel. Her story starts off really sad. Um, so, which I guess her story was always kind of sad, but she was kind of a bad bitch, so it works out. <laughs> so she was the daughter of a, a girl named Agatha. I couldn't find a last name. Unfortunately, she was an unmarried 15-year-old girl Okay. at the time. And uh, she would not reveal who the father was. Mm-hmm. So this, the, she had no parents to support her. So the town pretty much kicked her out. Mm-hmm. Just said, get out. So Agatha, this really badass of a young girl, finds this cave to take shelter in. Uh, it's on the banks of the River Nid. Oh, by the way, this is England. So they found this cave on the banks of the River Nid on the outskirts of Narlesboro. Uh, so Gnarly, bro. On this uh, terribly stormy night, you know, which is lovely, fits the scene, mm. uh, Agatha actually gave birth to Ursula alone in the cave. At I, okay. 15. I was assuming she had already had her baby and no. then they kicked her out. No, she was they alone. They kicked out pregnant. a pregnant girl. 15 year old girl. To yeah. have a, to squat in a cave? Yeah. And so she had her alone in the cave. Um, so this character, the abbot of Beverly, took an interest in Ursula. Anyway, he found a family to take her in. However, poor poor Agatha, like, uh, she was sent to a convent. Mm. So, like, and she actually died a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had it pretty rough. Mm. So she was, uh, Ursula was placed with a local family. So she was really deformed. Oh. Yeah, like in your classic witch ways, oh. which was really interesting. So uh, even as a small child, uh, she had a very, very large crooked nose. Her legs were very bowed and like mm. twisted. She had to walk with a stick, like mm. with a cane, like a walking yeah. stick. Um, her back was very crooked. I assume likely d- scoliosis, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, this little girl with a huge witchy nose, a crooked back, leaned over with a cane and like crooked legs. I love her. Uh, yeah. And so she was really smart. She wasn't, you know, uh, mentally handicapped in any way. She was very bright and her teachers were always really surprised by how smart she was, but the, she was only able to be in school for a short while because Mm -hmm. kids are horrible. Oh yeah. Uh, but people noticed some strange things about Ursula. For instance, certain kids that were fucking with her or things like that would be pushed to the ground with no one to shove them. Or <laughs> they would have their hair yanked and no one was there. Right. So strange things were happening to, hmm. you know, that around her. Right. Ursula seemed to have this weird something about her. Mm. 
Well, at the age uh, that she was old enough to do so, like 22, 23, she says, fuck you to the town. And she moved back to the cave where she was born. What? Yeah. And um, she said, you know, she preferred the wilderness over the town life. And so she moves back. At the age of 24, she married uh, a carpenter named Thomas Shipton. That's where Mother Shipton comes from. Hmm. Unfortunately, he only died two years later. Oh. Um, and many locals say that she bewitched him because she was so ugly, no one could possibly like. Oh fall in my love with gosh! Her. They just wouldn't stop. It's like she left. Why are you still being horrible mean? people? Um, and she never had children. The name Mother comes from because she was at one point the uh, the oldest person. Mm. So she uh, lives a long life. So she uh, outpaced and outlived them. Yeah, and she didn't get killed in the witch hunts. She, that's what this story was so interesting is because this is a full life of a witch, not one that was cut (laughs) short. Not one that ends at the age of 25. Yes. And so she had no children and then her husband died. So she made her living telling fortunes and, you know, and she, so she's, she's embraced it. Yeah. Well, she, and she's a clairvoyant. And Mm -hmm. so she, uh, soon started really making a name for herself because she was good. And uh, she was known as Narlesboro's prophetess. And uh, eventually she, I mean, she was so famous, the king himself would send messengers to come hear her prophecies. Like, she became kind of a big deal. And uh, a villain arises here. Yeah, we have a a bad guy. A rapscallion. Yes. And uh, he was a, a cardinal. And his name was Cardinal Wolsey. He showed up in one of her prophecies. And he didn't like that very much. She said that while he would see York, he would never set foot in it. And that challenged him. He didn't like that at all. And so he said when he made it to York, he'd build a huge pyre on which to burn her on. Hmm. So they had like a feud going. I assume through letters. I don't know. And um, they're beefing. Yes, they are. There's there's a... a... So interestingly, uh, Cardinal Wolsey made it to the outskirts of York where he was arrested. I was going to say, please tell me he didn't step foot in it. He was arrested by Henry Percy. He was the sixth Earl of Northumberland. If I said that wrong, it's because my handwriting is bananas. He was arrested for treason. And so uh, he actually died on the way to his trial of illness on November 29th, 1530. So he never stepped in. He never stepped foot in New York. Oh. And I could see her being in her cave with like a cup of tea being like. (laughs) (laughs) Reading the tea leaves. She has since been compared. uh, She's essentially like the female Nostradamus. Mm. Like, I mean, she, um, she's good. And I have some of her prophecies in here. And there's a lot. And they were actually published. And she predicted their publishing, which was really cool. (laughs) Um, and they're very feminine. A lot of them were such feminist things, and they're excellent. <laughs> Perhaps why we have not ha- heard of her as much. Yeah, and so uh, she even uh, predicted, you know, the Black Plague, mm. uh, and she wrote a triumphant death rides through London. You know, oh. she wrote she wrote in poetry form, oh. like you know, it was really cool. Was she like, by the way, because y'all were killing black cats? Yeah, that's just <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Um, she predicted the great fire that soon followed after that and wrote a good bit about, uh, the printing press, which kind of involved on her own publication. Hmm. Uh, she was talking about her own writings about them being published. And she said, this is then held year by year till an iron monster trembling in fear eats parchment, words and quill and ink and mankind is given time to think. 
Why do I love her so much? It's beautiful. I know. Like, I love this woman. Why was that the most beautiful thing I've ever heard? It is. And, like, she wrote about it a lot and, like, saying, like, these will not reach the world until this printing monster is invented. Mm. Um, but she was totally about all rights of feminist. Way ahead of her time. <laughs> 1500s. Uh, she wrote often about the greed and pitfalls of men. Okay. Um, and she wrote about, she also like touched on the fall of the Catholic church. Really? Um, and then like some of these are excellent. Like this one is about like the French revolution, which was long after this, uh, three times shall lovely sunny France be led to play a bloody dance before the people shall be free. Three tyrant rulers they will see. The different republics under three rulers until the revolution. Like, literally, that one's, like, not even kind of off. Like, she just wrote... That's word for word. Yeah, like... Um, and this one is my favorite. Okay, I, I like, I read it and it's just like, yes. <laughs> for those in wondrous far-off days, the women shall adopt a craze to dress like men and trousers wear and cut off all their locks of hair. They'll ride astride with brazen brow as witches do on broomsticks now. Isn't she great? She's great. Like, I, and I, she's just, I love her to death. And she's so like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. And I love it. Um, and there's actually a tremendously great legacy with her. So she died, uh, in 1561. Uh, and she was 73. Of just old age. Jesus. Uh, yeah, and I was living that long in That's 1561. <laughs> like, uh, and so her cave is actually England's oldest tourist attraction. Really? Yes. Um, can you still go? Yes. Oh, and man. it's actually this really wonderful place. Um, it can still be visited today, has been done since its opening, I guess, in 1630. God damn. Yeah. Um, it's, it's supposedly beautifully upkept in like a park-like fashion you know and though i saw pictures and they had like um what are you called if you're like a falconer like a like you're a falconry like i don't know like they had people who could like handle all the big birds Mm. and shit there and like neat like it was very whimsical and just images that i was looking at um and there's so there's a lot of neat activities to do here I'm thinking almost like a like a Renaissance fair vibe. Well, and it's real pretty. It's like a wooded, you mm-hmm. know, and there's like bridges that lead to it. Because when you said cave, I immediately thought like where Shelob lives. No, like it's like a beautiful riverside area. Okay, yeah, it's it's really really nice. And um, so there's some fun things to do. So there's the wishing well, mm. uh, where the tradition is you dip your hand in the water and make your wish. And take your hand out and let it air dry. And then you don't tell anyone about your wish until it comes true. So that's the wishing well. And uh, there is also a petrifying well. This thing's really, really cool. So um, It sounds really terrifying. It is uh, due to a combination of minerals, just different ones. uh, It turns things to stone over time. And like Mm. you can put a teddy bear in there and in three months it's like calcified. It's like stone. Yeah. Um, so that's just an interesting thing. Uh, her prophecies, uh, like just as kind of like a final thing, her prophecies were published in 1641. Right. Uh, actually, that was 80 years after she died. Um, and since then, like a ton of editions have come out. Some of them are false. So if you do go read her, uh, her prophecies, which I think you should, because they're really great. 
Um, read into it enough to find the ones that are hoaxes. Because hmm. there's, you'll, it's, some sites don't know. Like, I was reading some that I already knew had been hoaxed, and they were, like, in her words, you hmm. know, that I know she didn't say. But uh, some aren't true, but a lot of them are ones that she wrote. Unfortunately, her grave is lost, hmm. because while the village never killed her, they didn't let her have a grave. Or, like, they didn't let her have a, a funeral. And so, right. basically, she was just, like, tossing a hole. Even though no she had outlived everybody. Yeah, no. Okay. And, um, so, yeah. But she lived an incredibly long life and has this really great legacy. I, I from what I read, there's a couple of pubs in the area that have her namesake. Mm. Oh. Um, but, yeah, she was just very ahead of her time. And uh, I think very talented, like just very interesting woman. I like to think that she just kind of slipped away in the night in her cave. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was like the old lady on Titanic. With some lit candles, you know, yeah. and just kind of. And then, you know. Some... Maybe like a good stiff toddy. Yeah. Like she had like a good warm. Kind of send her like, off. Yeah. yeah. And then somehow, I don't know. Trying to think of a nice way that she could just disappear and not just be thrown in a ditch. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a bear came and got <laughs> Go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> but honestly, that sounds like, I mean, she seemed like really flora and yeah. fauna, you know? Like, that's yeah. how you want to go. Just feed the beasts. Right. You know? Like, your spirit's gone. Like Let the be body be that. fodder for the beasts. That's crazy. Um, so, I want to yeah. go to this cave. I do, too. Like, I was really looking into it, and I was happy to see how it's, uh, it's like a very, um loved yeah thing you know and so uh I'm, which is so weird these these places that we love and honor and like keep up a lot of the times root back to this person who was so ostracized yes and their time yes and and i love how you know from what i read she didn't have to leave the city right she's just done with all that shit like <laughs> she probably you know fixed up her cave all cozy it. and was just like this is fine yeah this I like is this. good. I don't have to look at these people's fucking faces. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's Mother Shifton. I've been thinking about her a lot lately. I, love I think her. we could all pull from from her some some sass and some strength. Interesting story. I love it, yeah, Mother Shifton. I want to do more like these. Yeah, I think they're great. I'm a fan of let's, Mother let's Shipton. Let's all try to tap in over this next week. And your inner Mother of, Shipton. Uh, yeah, your Mother Shipton. Just be a bad bitch and live in a cave for a and while. And just say what you think. Yeah. <laughs> and if they kick you out of the town, fuck it. Grandma's been writing me. She said that she listens to all of our podcasts. She does. Yeah. You know? And she, she was writing me on Facebook and we were having a, a chat and she told me some really cool things about like the, uh, not just the Salem, but a lot of the witch trials and their relation to midwifery. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've always to basically take, take it, it away take from it over. women to yeah. be a men's medical industry. And um, I've always been fascinated by that. And I just, um, she said, oh, I listen to all your podcasts. I love them so much. And I was like, my first thought was like, that's so cool. And then my second thought was like, oh, I've said the C word. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, She's a modern woman. So hello out there to uh, uh, Miss Anita. Anita. Also, hello to uh, Minnesota, who is our number two listener. What's been interesting to watch about our growth mm -hmm. is it started with like our respective towns yes. that we live in yeah. and we could tell who was listening it was us it was our family it was yeah. our... now it's like it's minnesota and um i felt a little bit bad because i noticed this in our last episode we always i always bring up the fucking minnesota accent 
<laughs> you said something about like, oh, you sounded like a Minnesotan. And then we laughed because uh, we were like in the South, anything above the Mason-Dixon line. The line. But um, it made me just, I just want to say hi. And I just want to say we're not cracking fun at your no, accent. I mean, shit. Everybody makes fun of the Texas accent. You know? Oh, yeah. It's all in good fun. Oh, God. Somebody wrote us um, from the South. I wish I had it on me so I could say. But um, somebody wrote us and they said, I grew up in the South. I love listening to you guys and I love hearing your accent. It makes me feel like home. And I was like, oh no, we haven't gotten rid of our accent. Mine used to be, uh, and like when I, uh, in speaking, I had to get rid of it, like full blown. Mm -hmm. And uh, so really like when I'm at work, I don't have one. Yeah. Uh, And like here, like I let my hair down a little bit and it comes out. And if I'm around my mom. If I spend time with my mom. It's full force. My husband, he's like. For the next three days, I am super Texan. Yes, it happens every time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just think it's funny. We've both worked a lot to try yeah. to get rid of our accents. Mine used to be them. very thick. After we've offended everybody in Minnesota. <laughs> um. Yeah, we got a new review. We sure did. We got a, I'm very excited about the reviews. Love this our iTunes review. Uh, this one was from Bowen Mom. 0303 meaning like 0. So uh, she said, these two are amazingly funny and utterly charming. It's like sitting down with a friend. I really enjoy listening to them and have learned a lot. Charming. Uh, that was nice to read. That's one we haven't gotten before. I don't think that, yeah, I don't think of myself as charming. So that's I good. think of myself as brash and abrasive. I know. So that was like nice. It's like, okay. <laughs> thank you so much, Bo and Mama. So yeah, thank you for that. Let's uh, keep the reviews coming. Uh, we have more coming in. So We are so blessed lucky yes, that all of our reviews have been overwhelmingly positive and so sweet. And um, I'm going to imagine that with our touchy subject today, that yeah. may change. Yeah, I hope happen. it doesn't. I hope we're all open to have adult conversations. That you they're know. probably going to be like that. Dickhead Macy is just like she's so basic, so basic. She's just that basic witch wallowing in her new age, <laughs> harebrained ideas. They're not going to say that. No one's going to say that. No one's saying that. <laughs> All right. In that vein, we would like to give a shout out to some very special patrons of ours. These guys keep our show running. Oh, I wish I could remember our jingle. It's the Patreon shout out segment. Oh, fuck. I forgot that. I did it so much better the first time. I don't remember what it was. I sounded sultry. It's our Patreon shout out segment. And uh, for this time, I would like to say a hello and a thank you to our Patreon, Clever Kim's Curios. Um, I like that name. Clever Kim. Clever Kim's Curios. They have a wonderful uh, shop on Etsy, and this is not sponsored in any way. I just noticed uh, their name on our Patreon, and I went to check out their shop. Mm -hmm. And if you're into really beautiful and also really creepy works of art, um, I've spent so much time looking at their stuff. I know it sounds like we're a little bit sponsored right now, but I swear we are not. We just really appreciate a good local artist. Like, honestly, like... Yeah, and we, we had a good conversation. I had a really good conversation with, with them just about how important it is. You know, they said, I, I really wanted to support you guys because I'm a artist. You know, I create. Y'all create. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Not only that, uh, you guys are going to help us make this much, much, much better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And um, we've actually are more than halfway to our first goal. And our, yeah! It's it's overwhelming to see. Our first goal is to keep this podcast running in the format that you're hearing it 
as it's been. Yes. So with that said, listen here, listen close. Next Look week. Look me in the eyes. Look me in the eyes when I'm talking to you. Next week. Get hype. Oh yeah. Get pumped. Oh yeah. Get excited. Play it on me. We got a spooky up coming. Spooky zone. We have a couple of uh stories to read. Yeah. Macy's gonna be talking what are you talking about? Hit me with it. I'm gonna be talking about some men in black. You know they're gonna be knocking on your door soon. I know. Telling you to stop researching them. I know. Except they won't tell you. They'll probably just kill you. Or they'll just, I'll, I just have to see one and I'm done. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Just, they don't, you just, don't even open the door. Please leave. I'm Get sorry. Get your plastic face out yeah, of here. Yeah, I don't want it. I, I changed my mind. <laughs> I will be talking about the black eyed children. We each have personal stories we'd like to share. Mm. And we have some listener stories. So please tune in. It's going to be a very long episode. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a long one. It's, uh, it's going to be nice. You know, light up a light up a fire. It's getting chilly out. Yeah, sort of. Well, it's been lately. And uh, grab you some snacks. Yeah, and get the shit scared out get of you. Spooked. Get spooked. I am scared to start. I know my deep, deep research. Me too. <clears throat> because um, I just feel a lot of sleepless nights in my future. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> to be frank, I'm a little more afraid of yours than of mine. Because there are ways to ward mine off. Yeah, no, mine have just do whatever. The fuck Yours, they want. if they want you, they'll yeah. get you. So uh, if Macy disappears, you are all uh, complicit. Yeah, <laughs> I may or may not turn into a toddler when I am up past nine thirty. She becomes a pumpkin yeah. at, at about eleven o'clock. So yeah, this has been the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Is that uh, fast enough? Uh, <laughs> sounds silly now but like in all the, bad dreams feel a little silly in the dream it was but... terrifying and when i woke up it was terrifying because like it was one of those two you wake up and you're like oh thank god mm, mm-hmm. but it sounds so stupid so i had a dream that a comet was passing us and it was such a big comet it was like a mamma jamma that its gravitational pull was stronger than ours so it took our moon <laughs> nighttime it was a full moon and we were watching our moon just fucking leave like that's horrifying it's so scary because i remember thinking of all of the implications of it i was just like holy shit but like in my dream stupor i was actually like there's not gonna be nighttime anymore i was like it's just gonna be daytime all the time because the moon brings the night like and so i woke up though like oh jesus christ thank god <laughs>